Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Hey, everybody, this is Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live today, broadcast from the University of Mary, where it is always amazing, beautiful, and wonderful. You should all be here. Bismarck is your place. We want to start with a prayer, and then we'll start talking about the show. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love and your kindness to us. We thank you for the glory of this new day. Wherever we are and whatever we are doing this day, we ask for your blessing, that we would return ourselves to you, the author and the finisher of our faith, your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. We ask for the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that you would bless our entire listening area. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. The Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everybody, I'm so delighted to be with you with this live edition of Real Presence Radio. We want to hear what we're going to be doing today. So, Aaron, are you there? I certainly am. What uh, What do we got on our hands today? Absolutely. It's going to be an excellent show. We've got Rachel Brash coming in from the University of Mary to talk about the College of Distinction. Don't want to give too much away there. But she's got more great news about the University of Mary here. We'll also be hearing who you nominated for Honor Our Fathers. Father Vasek here will be talking, or will take your comments and questions during Straight Talk. We'll be praying for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours. Jerome Richter will be here to tell us about more good news from the University of Mary. We'll take the 10-minute tour of local events. Mike Kudrowski will be here for a Heart of Your Legacy and how you can get to the heart of giving. And we'll hear from Catherine Hadro. We'll hear more about the Right to Life event in Fargo here in September. All this coming up on Real Presence Live. Right back to you, Father. Thank you, Aaron. I particularly look forward to talking to anybody who works with the University of Mary, since I myself am here and delighted to serve the uh, the Catholics and uh, the broader uh, the broader people of the North Dakota and beyond in the region and and the United States. So look forward to having Rachel on in just a minute, Jerome in a little bit after that, and in particular Catherine uh, Hadro is going to be a, a fantastic guest coming to us from a national presence to to Fargo for our uh, right to life. That's going to be fantastic, everybody. I just want to say a few things before we get into our segment about uh, how wonderful the summer has been for me. Uh, Hopefully the summer has been wonderful for you. At the University of Mary, we have had, uh, I mentioned last time, we had the Focus Fellowship of Catholic University students doing their national training here. It was so encouraging to have so many uh, young Catholics who have just graduated from college now going back into their uh, various colleges to serve uh, and in a particular way here uh, at the University of Mary I help with our athletes and so to see so many college athletes going back onto college campuses to reach out to athletes has been such an encouragement for me this summer and I just I'm very excited and looking forward to a, a new school year here at the University of Mary and, and just all the good work that Focus is doing throughout the United States and beyond so 
I just wanted to, that's been a great part of our summer here. Uh, our athletes all just arrived on campus uh, this weekend. Uh, so I've just got a, my first taste of how busy I'm really going to be. I think I'm hanging out with five or six different sports teams just today. Uh, and they start working out early, so I had to be up early, which I don't really like that. But that's where they are, so that's where i got to be. Uh, it's been a wonderful summer at the University of Mary. Uh, and it's just really excited to have uh, everybody coming back. I've, I've come to a conclusion, uh, and I'm not in charge at the university at all, but I'm going to push for this. I think that summer classes should be mandatory here because it is so beautiful. The summer here has been absolutely magnificent. Upper 70s, green has been a beautiful map. upon a rock fest has partnered with rugged rosaries for another giveaway nine rosaries will be given away one each week leading up to the concert on september 14th these rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged the quality is unmatched for a chance to win simply like built upon a rock fest posts on facebook and instagram each like gets you a chance to win full giveaway details can be found at built upon a rock good luck and don't forget to mark your calendars for built upon a rock fest on september 14th Attend a Catholic Unite Financial Workshop with Brian Zitzman, your local Catholic Unite rep on end-of-life issues from a Catholic perspective. Our speakers will discuss Catholic Church teaching on healthcare directives, protecting human dignity, and end-of-life financial issues. The free workshops will be at 7 p.m. on August 28th at St. Joseph Parish in Montevideo and September 4th at St. Andrew Parish in Granite Falls. Text WORKSHOP to 1-800-568-6670 to save your seat. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. If you felt God's call to serve the Church, Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students, and the University of Mary have partnered to train you to do great things. The Church is desperate for well-trained development and fundraising professionals, so we've launched the Institute for Catholic Philanthropy. Earn a graduate certificate or a full MBA in Catholic Philanthropy and train for a transformative career in service to the Church. Apply by March 1st at umary.edu serve. Dr. Ray Garendi. When I've had enough. I ask parents, when do you decide to discipline? One of the most common answers is, when I've had enough. If discipline is designed to teach, then we need to discipline before we've had enough. We need to discipline because the behavior's wrong, not because emotionally it's pushed us to our edge. Besides, when you get to when you've had enough, you're much more likely to yell and scream and say things that you have to go to confession for. So, the suggestion is, 
Discipline out of principle, not emotion. Principle means because it needs discipline and I'm going to do it when I'm calm. Emotion means I'm going to be moved to do it just because I'm mad. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. All right, and you are live. All right, welcome back. Sorry for any interruption that you might have experienced. We're visiting with Rachel Brash at the University of Mary, the executive director of University of Mary Worldwide. She introduced herself to us, and we're getting into why we're having her on the show with us. Again, thanks for being with us, Rachel. Thank the you. University of Mary just received an incredible honor, and it's for the fourth year in a row. Can you tell us about what that is and, and what's going on there? Sure. Um, it is the Colleges of Distinction. This is, uh, we're, we're so excited um, and so honored to have this. As you said, Father, it's the fourth year in a row. We're the only school in North Dakota to receive this honor. But beyond that, we also receive special recognition in the areas of business, education, nursing, and career development. So across our institution, it's uh, it's affirmation of, that, of what we know what's already going on, that something yeah. great is happening here at the University of Mary. That's fantastic. So what does that do for the University of Mary? Just we, we know that it's already been going on, but it must have something for us as far as the people that we encounter or how we sell the university. Or. Absolutely. Um, it shows the, the breadth and depth of, of what we do here at the University of Mary. Um, we as North Dakotans, we're, we're practical people. Right. And so we know that preparation for the professions is absolutely paramount. And we talk about that a lot. But the other piece that we we love to share our story uh, with everybody is the intentionality of the student experience here at the University of Mary. We're very intentional about the courses that they're taking, about the experience, about being here in the Lumen Vitae University Center, Mm -hmm. what that all means. Because what we expect from our graduates is that our students live intentional lives. Once they leave the University of Mary, they need to keep faith. They need to keep virtue at the center of their family lives, of their professional lives, of their lives within the community. And so we want to uh, cultivate that experience here and help them flourish so that as they leave the University of Mary, they're really set up to thrive. That's really wonderful. I'm getting the full feel of that. I've been here for six months now, and everywhere I go, I'm seeing people becoming better because they've been here. It's really, it's really good. Uh, can you share some with us about how the University of Mary is setting the bar for innovative learning opportunities um, and things that are getting noticed at the national level? Sure. Well, we're affordable. We're, we're the most of affordable private Catholic school education that you can get. But beyond that, um, look at our nursing program. Mm. We were named by, uh, by Mountain Measurements as the number one nursing program in the nation. Yeah. Um, and we know that there's a nursing shortage. And so, of course, we're the, we're the university to ensure that there's well-rounded, mm. very capable nurses out there in the workforce. We started the engineering school. And just like you said, Father, year-round campus. So we want to invite people to come here in the summer because North Dakota is a great place to be here in the summer. And so allowing students to graduate in 2.6 years with their bachelor's, master's, and four, they're, they, they have the potential to get their master's degree and, yeah. and have more experience to participate in work campus. And your work in athletics, you know this, Father, the NCAA even said, yeah, yeah. this is important. We're going to change our rules so that our athletes can participate participate in this because it's that important 
Yes, I've been uh, celebrating that and kind of boggled by that with the athletes that they're saying, yeah, I can be here, I can use my eligibility, I can still do year-round campus, but I'm not being penalized with uh, with my uh, eligibility. It's like it's really remarkable they can get it. their undergrad and a master's and compete in color sports and be on the way in four or five years into into life. It's like this is outstanding. It's really outstanding. And that's at the University of Mary, people. That's at the University of Mary. I was... I've been sharing with people about this uh, distinction, not the College of Distinction so much, but that uh, that the university's nursing program uh, was ranked number one, and they just look at me like, you're just saying that, <laughs> because it seems it seems like there's uh, massive universities out there doing all these different things, and uh, they just were, it took a while for me to share with them, no, this is, there's, there's this deep of quality happening 100% of our students are able to pass this placement on their first try like right. that's nobody else is doing that right and it's not our first year of doing that <laughs> right. either um, right. and that I think goes back to where we came from right I mean the the sisters they founded St. Alexius and of course nursing is, is one of the flagship programs here yeah. at the university and it remains to be uh, an important part of our of our community and academic life yeah absolutely I like sharing that when I'm touring people around I tell them well the sisters came here in the late 1800s the first thing that they needed was to help establish some care health care uh, medicine in the city so they started doing that and then they founded the college so they can help that and this, that's the whole trajectory of the past and uh, where we still are uh, at present with such excellence so it's really it's really wonderful let's move on this is uh, Real Presence Live Father Craig Vasek uh, on, on air at the university with Rachel Brash uh, talking about the University of Mary worldwide campus and various things. University of Mary is a Christian Catholic Benedictine university. Uh, what does it mean to be authentically Catholic, to be successful at a university, and to remain faithful to the church? Of course, our our, ca- our Christian Catholic and Benedictine roots. That's our heritage, but yeah. it's also who we are now. Yeah. It's it's not something that um, we've strayed away from, mm-hmm. and so we we're very much in alignment with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, we are truly Catholic, and you feel that coming here. That does not mean that we only have Catholic students here. Right. The ability to celebrate worship together with all of our students, um, to know that our teachings are true to the church that that entire student experience is all about faith. It's all about how to live a, a full, full life. Um, that's what the church wants us to do. Mm-hmm. It wants us to, to grow and to thrive throughout our lives. And this is the place where, where we want to continue to promote that. Yeah, and I've noticed uh, in the kind of the motto of joyfully Catholic, there's an emphasis on joy. And it's not just on paper, I think it's really taken hold. When I walk around, there's a lot of joy around here. There's a lot of joy on campus. I love it. I'm very happy to be here. So for those who are listening uh, across the listening area, the number of states that we have, what else, what else might you want to share with them about the University of Mary? There's a lot happening here at the University (laughs) of Mary. Anybody who's been on our campus maybe a few years ago and hasn't visited, it's a very different place. Our our physical footprint is a lot larger. Uh, We have students that are coming from all over the United States, from across the world. Um, But what's, I think, um, what I ask, I guess, of of everybody listening here today um, is we have students, uh, we're going to have over 2,000 students coming back to school here, and they're going to be coming on campus in the next couple 
of weeks. Uh, and I just ask for your prayers for them. Mm. We are uh, so blessed to be able to serve them. We're so blessed uh, to be around them. Um, and and to start off a new year um, with your prayers would, would be a, a great gift. Yeah, what... If you have them handy, I'm not trying to quiz you, but as far as numbers do go, you said 2,000 will be, that's 2,000, what does 2,000 mean? That's on campus or that's? That's on campus. Okay. Um, last year, our enrollment was uh, 3,801 total, okay. including the worldwide population. So we have students that, again, they're they're taking classes online, they're taking classes at mm-hmm. night, mm-hmm. Uh, they're taking classes while they're also trying to, to make a meal for their family. Mm-hmm. And so uh, keeping them in your prayers, too, is important because yeah. they're, they're constantly trying to grow whatever stage in life they are. That's fantastic. Um, the, the phrase that's coming to my mind right now is come and see for all those people in the listening areas. Come and see. Come, come, come and see what's happening at the University of Marianne. Would you say? Yes, please do. We, uh, we'd love to extend you some Benedictine hospitality. Yeah, wonderful. Rachel, thanks for being with us today. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Rachel, for joining us today. We appreciate all that you're doing for the University of Mary and look forward to having you back again. Coming up next, do you have a question about the Catholic faith or anything that you want to ask me, Father Craig Vosick? Uh, anything you want. Now, be nice to me, though, but you can ask me anything you want. Get ready for our straight talk call-in segment, and we want to know uh, who you honor during Honor Our Fathers later in the show. We're going to lift up your prayer intentions during Prayerfully Yours as well. You're listening to Real Presence Live with Father Craig Vosick. I'm coming to you live from the University of Mary, so stay with us. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rock Fest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rock Fest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rock Fest on September 14th. Attend a Catholic Unite Financial Workshop with Brian Zitzman, your local Catholic Unite rep on end-of-life issues from a Catholic perspective. Our speakers will discuss Catholic Church teaching on health care directives, protecting human dignity, and end-of-life financial issues. The free workshops will be at 7 p.m. on August 28th at St. Joseph Parish in Montevideo and September 4th at St. Andrew Parish in Granite Falls. Text WORKSHOP to 1-800-568-6670 to save your seat. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, thanks for staying with us, Real Presence Live. The music in the background is telling you something, people. It's time for our next Honor Our Fathers segment. 
We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. And we want to honor our spiritual fathers each week on Real Presence Live with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will draw a name and share stories of great spiritual fathers. Now, if you don't want to give your father a donut because you think he needs to go on a diet, that's not your decision. You give him donuts. And since I'm on right now, I can say this, uh, and they can't stop me right now. Uh, nominate me, people. Okay? I'm a priest, too. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but I don't have a parish, and all my college students are poor, so I would love for you to get me some donuts, people. This week, here we go. This week, we would like to honor Father Stephen Laflamme, pastor of St. Mary's Church in Silver Bay, Minnesota. Congratulations, Father Laflamme. We will be sending him donuts courtesy of Dwight Richter Insurance Agency. Dwight Richter Insurance Agency provides auto, home, renters, life, disability insurance, and more. To make an appointment, you can call at 701-572-1509. Father Stephen Laflamme, you are our winner today. So, somebody nominated Father Steve, just like you're going to nominate me next week, probably, everybody. Um, So just throwing that out there again. But uh, a lady named Christy nominated our good Father Steve, whom I've not met. I've not met Father Steve before, actually. This is what Christy had to say. He loves Jesus. That is a good thing. He loves Jesus and models a Jesus-centered life to his people. Beautiful. He is caring, pastoral and makes the faith understandable so that was christy who nominated father steve laflamme pastor of saint mary's church in silver bay minnesota and he's getting a dozen donuts we love that again we'd like to congratulate father steve laflamme on being chosen for this week's honor our fathers segment today's honor our fathers segment is brought to you in part by dwight richter insurance agency Again, Dwight Richter Insurance Agency provides auto, home, renters, life, disability insurance, and more. To make an appointment, you can call 701-572-1509. And if you'd like to help sponsor this segment, please call Brett at 605-670-8333. That's 605-670-8333. We'll be taking a break here and coming back with Straight Talk. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host for Real Presence Live today. As you know, coming up in a little bit, we'll have straight talk with me. That's going to be starting at 9.30, so you can hop on the phone already. You can get onto Facebook, Real Presence Live, Real Presence Radio, or on my Facebook page. I shared as well that I'm the host today. So you can hop on there and prepare some questions. Any questions, uh, comments that you have that you want to get some Catholic uh, commentary on, that'll be coming up in just a few minutes. So go ahead and get started for that. We are here at the University of Mary. I've already shared with you a few things about my summer, uh, but maybe just to share a little bit more. My good friend just turned 50 and I was able to celebrate with him uh, this past weekend and it was it's really good as I've as I've gotten older and I guess I'm not still that old yet I'm only 35 the importance of friendship uh, which here at the University of Mary we've been talking a lot about that the, the the nature of a university is to grow in friendship and I have really come to understand, uh, even in, in my still fairly youthful years, uh, just the importance of quality friendships. And so to be able to, to celebrate with my very good friend who just celebrated a, a landmark, he's half of a hundred, he's getting so old to me. Uh, me who, I'm so young, I'm, o- I'm only 35. Mike Kudrowski is laughing his tail. I think Mike's over 50 years old, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, um, so that's just been a, a beautiful beautiful part of, uh, of my summer is to be able to be with friends, uh, stepping back from the, from the busyness of life uh, this summer. Maybe your summer has just been busier than the rest of your year, but uh, I've really had lots of times to celebrate uh, friendships. Another good friend of mine finished his doctoral uh, work in Rome. And so he came back and we were able to celebrate the fact that he finished his doctorate. He's doing beautiful work. And uh, so just to celebrate that friendship, I was with my family uh, for, uh, for an entire uh, weekend, uh, which we hardly ever get together for an entire weekend. Uh, so it's just so beautiful to, to be able to celebrate with my friends, with family, and, and various things uh, throughout the summer. Hopefully you've... Hopefully you've been able to do that wherever you are, is to celebrate with friends and family. Um, and for all those who, who are struggling, I've been, I pray for you every day as well. Uh, here at the university, uh, some of the, our athletes have lost loved ones. Um, most recently, one of our football players, and uh, just walking with him. Um, so even, even for those of you who, who are grieving a loss, uh, know, of, know of the support of the Real Presence uh, Radio Network and our prayers, which we'll be doing a little bit later in the show. We'll be, we'll be taking your prayer requests. You can send those to the website, uh, to your Catholic radio station anytime, and, and put in prayer requests uh, for whatever's going on in your life, and we lift those up in daily prayer. So we'll be doing that later in the show as well. I want to talk a little bit more about my homily last night because I was into it. I saw something on Twitter. Uh, 
Yeah, I saw something on Twitter this morning, and it was a guy saying, is there ever a priest who is improved by his own homily? I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't know if this guy was a priest or not, but it's an interesting question. Is a priest improved by his own homily? And I will tell you, left and right, day in and day out, I am <laughs> challenged. I am challenged by the Word of God, and then I have to... Uh, I'm not challenged to come up with a homily usually. Those things come pretty pretty quickly for me. Anybody that knows me, I, I've got plenty of words to say. Uh, but I'm daily challenged by the Word of God. And my daily encounter with the Word of God and the teaching of the church, my daily encounter is, is, uh, is just a, an immense challenge uh, as to whether I'm going to rise to the standard of the gospel or am I going to stay in uh, the mediocrity that most humans tend to stay in if they don't rise. And I have to daily encounter that. So yesterday, um, as I was getting ready for the for this homily on, on, on Hebrews chapter 12, just looking at these verses, uh, that we have to run the race, uh, keeping our eyes on Jesus. And then it says uh, that for the sake of the joy that Jesus was going to experience, he endured the cross and its shame. So the, the letter to the Hebrews is, is lifting up Jesus as our, as our model. He's, he's already done it. He's already done that run. Uh, and he endured more than I ever had to endure with difficulty, with shame, with mistreatment, with the cross. He's already done it. He's succeeded and he's there at the finish line. And I can keep my eyes on him. So that was an encouragement to look to Jesus. And then... That last verse from the reading, I don't know if you caught it or not, but I preached on it. Verse number four, (laughs) this was the warning from the writer to the Hebrews. You have not yet resisted sin to the point of shedding blood. (laughs) I was thinking, okay, that is a serious standard because Jesus shed his blood and didn't sin. Uh, the martyrs, this great cloud of witnesses out in the stands looking at us, they resisted sin and some of them, uh, some of them were martyred. They shed their blood instead of sinning. I I commented on St. Dominic Savio, this great young boy from northern Italy. Uh, When he was eight or nine, he would say to the other boys if they would show him a bad magazine or uh, some pictures or saying bad things or going to steal something or whatever these little boys sometimes do, he would look at them at eight or nine or ten years old and he would say, boys, death, but not sin. (laughs) That was the standard. He understood Hebrews. Uh, The the Hebrews uh, letter number chapter 12 verses 1 through 4 that we have to resist sin so I'm daily I'm daily challenged do I live up to it no I go to confession regularly uh, but I'm daily challenged in trying to uh, trying to lift myself up by God's grace to this standard so uh, I just wanted to give my homily again why not on the radio might as well do it since we have time We are. We've got our next segment coming on in here, people. I already told you about it. I already told you about it. Straight Talk with me, Father Craig Vosick, this week in studio at the University of Mary. This is a segment called Straight Talk, and it's your opportunity, brothers and sisters, from all all across our listening station or wherever you are, if you're listening online throughout the world, to share your questions, your comments on topics relating to the faith or on things happening in the world around us with our local hosts and priests. When you hear the sound effect, which you just did, please call 877-795-0122. Or you can send your questions, comments to us on Facebook, on Real Presence Radio Facebook page, or on my own page. I shared the, I shared the link. You can comment anything there, questions and comments. Again, the phone number for you to begin calling is 877-795-0122. That's 877 877- 
795-0122. This is Straight Talk. You can ask any question, make any comment. You can get the priest weighing in on however you want him to weigh in on things. I really focus uh, these days on sports, on athletes, on university education, uh, but I can talk about all the typical things that a priest would typically talk about. Uh, I can talk about ecumenism. I work a lot with Catholic and non-Catholic and non-theist. Uh, how does a priest minister to atheists? That'd be a great question. I can, I can ask you, actually. Maybe you, you can help me figure that out. <laughs> uh, so call on in at 877-795-0122. That will be the number for you during the segment of Straight Talk. I, uh, when I arrived here at the University of Mary, I told all of the athletes because I'm the one chaplain for 17 teams 450 student athletes Um, I told them that when I was in the Navy and I was a chaplain candidate for the Navy when I was living in Italy that when we were preparing to go out on the ships the the chaplain coordinator said if you're going to be a chaplain in the Navy uh, you have to get outside of your comfort zone and I was like well yeah I'm going to be with the military on a ship that's kind of outside my comfort zone no it's not only that he said if you're a chaplain on a ship you're the only chaplain on that ship and you have to be available to all of the people who are on that ship, whether you're a Catholic or a Muslim or a Jew. Uh, as a chaplain, you have to be able to minister to the Catholics, or the Jews, the Muslims, the non-theists, uh, whoever they are, uh, Christians of whatever background. You have to be able to minister to them because you're the only chaplain for all those people on that ship. Um, so when I got to the University of Mary, I brought that up. I said, uh, young men, young women... There are 450 of you. I'm a Catholic priest. You may or may not be Catholic, whatever your background is. I, I, I uh, was in the Navy. I understand what this needs to look like, so I hope that you'll come to me, and I have. Uh, they, they realize that I'm not here just to be a Catholic with the Catholic students and make everybody Catholic. No, I'm here to serve them and to care for them, whatever they're going through uh, with uh, difficulty in their life. Uh, all humans go through difficulty, stress, anxiety, whatever those things might be, troubles, uh, self-identity, understanding, self-worth, uh, various different things. So uh, I've, had, I've had students of all backgrounds. I've been glad. And I told all the coaches and the players, if at any point, if at any point any of the students say, Father Vasek seems like he's only here for the Catholics, then I failed in my job. Uh, because that's not my job. My job is to be a chaplain for every single student athlete, uh, coach, athletic trainer, and, and everybody in the staff. Uh, so if you have questions about that, I can tell you how that works because I uh, feel like it's going pretty well here. So we're starting to get some questions coming in. We're on the phone. We're, uh, we're on Facebook. There are various things that are coming in. I'll give you the number again, 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. That's the phone number for Real Presence Live for this segment of our show, the Colin Tape, uh, Straight Talk segment. You can also go on to Facebook.com. Uh, to Real Presence Live, Real Presence Radio Network, or also to my page, Father Craig Vosick, because uh, I have it hosted there as well. So, looks like we have somebody on the phone. Doc from Belcourt, are you there, or am I just going to field your question? Are you there, Doc? Doc, are you there? I'm here, Father. Wonderful. Welcome to Straight Greetings. Talk. How you doing today in Belcourt? Greetings. Greetings. Wonderful. We're doing great. What's your question for Straight Talk today? Father, uh, many many Catholic universities, uh, you know, uh, are places that 
don't embrace the Catholic faith and social teaching like Mary University, and that's always a tension. Uh, uh, How could you reply to that when Catholic universities are, are kind of doing things opposed to the Catholic faith? Sure. Uh, this is a very, it's a very uh, pertinent question. Uh, it's a, a question that's really being wrestled with by a lot of people, not just yourself, obviously, Doc, but so many people around the country. What and, the, and kind of to these fundamental questions of what a Catholic university is. Uh, is a Catholic university there to serve all? Um, and so just to be a very broad way of just serving humanity? Is a Catholic university there to promote? the values of the Catholic Church? Is a Catholic Church, uh, a Catholic University there to inspire people but not force things? I mean, these are fundamental questions that a lot of people wrestle with. And as it seems that you've uh, come to understand, various universities have come to different understandings as to what that means for them. Um, I'm definitely not going to comment on uh, on what those other universities are up to. That definitely wouldn't be my job, even if uh, even if I do want to promote the University of Mary as being a wonderful example, I can definitely do that. Um, but um, there are universities. We just had Rachel Brash on from our uh, uh, campus worldwide, and she said, "Not only do we have a Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine heritage, and that's a that's actually an important phrase. Not only do we have a Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine heritage, it's who we still are." And the University of Mary has has been very clear about that. This isn't just something that we're honoring where we came from, but we're moving in a new new direction. No, that's who we still are. We still are a Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine university. And so we're moving forward in that direction. Uh, There will be, and you can notice this, Doc, when you listen uh, to the way that other universities might speak. some would speak the same way that we are. Others might speak differently. They will say, we are a university in this tradition or with this heritage or with this background as our founding. And they kind of leave it as if it were the past. That's how we began, but we've kind of moved with, with that as our uh, background, with that as our backdrop, with that as our, uh, our, our cherished heritage. We've moved in, in a new direction. Uh, and you've probably recognized that. Um, and that's, there's a difference in understanding um, of who they are and what they're supposed to be about. Uh, the University of Mary has gone uh, the way that we would love so many Catholic universities to go, and, and maybe you've recognized this as well. The, uh, the Pope, John Paul II, asked Catholic universities to be exactly that, to be Catholic, uh, not just in name, but in identity. Um, so, I don't know, Doc, what do you think about that? Yeah. Do you have any other comments yeah. about that? Well, yes, uh, John Paul II asked, you know, various Catholic universities to take a kind of, uh, I don't know if it's an oath to to uh, solid Catholic teaching, and many of the Catholic universities rejected that, of course, and didn't 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 sign on to the Holy Father's request. So I know that was a controversy. Uh, I uh, was it called the. Uh, uh, the request for collegiality amongst Catholic universities to the Holy Father in Rome, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a number of things. The uh, the Pontifical Council for Education uh, has been working hard, and a number of documents have been put out. And the USCCB is laboring in various ways as well. Uh, there there is a guiding document called Ex Cordia Ecclesiae uh, for the mission of Catholic universities, which the University of Mary uh, takes full uh, on and uh, is implementing. Uh, as every day, we're trying to implement it as best as we can. Um, so this is a this is a thing that that you're noting that some universities are signing on to and some aren't. Um, so just the fact that there would be um, various realities out there. So take the Newman Society. Uh, the Cardinal Newman Society now puts out um, a list of Catholic universities that uh, and they rank them. Um, just the fact that that would be happening shows us that when we're that college universities are not all looking at things the same way, and there and that there are people out there because this is a, a very well followed um, movement uh, with uh, the Newman Guide and the Newman Society and their colleges that they would recommend. And so the University of Mary, uh, looking at what the Newman Society is doing, they're saying uh, these. What we're promoting are colleges that are faithful to the church in these various areas. We've tested them. We've checked. We've, we've found out if they're doing what they say they're doing or what the Catholic Church is asking them to do. Uh, and the University of Mary is part of that. We're, we, we've been signed on uh, and we've been listed in their guide. Uh, and we're pleased to be on that guide. Uh, we don't live to be on the guide. It's not like we're only looking to the Newman guide uh, to be, but it's but it's a sign of uh, for those concerned Catholics out there. Like, no, I want to make sure that my child is not just going to a university that says it's Catholic or seems like it should be Catholic, but it's but it's really living what the church's under the church's own understanding of Catholic education is. And so we're happy. We're we're so happy to be part of the the Newman uh, the Newman guide for college universities throughout the United States. I think there's like twenty. Five, uh, somewhere between 20 and 25 universities that have made that list. More could uh, if they wanted to. Um, but people, they're looking at various things uh, and going in different ways. So uh, I'm glad you asked the question. I'm glad there's people out there asking that yeah, question. thank the, you. The University yeah. of Mary is, uh, is glad to be one uh, among, among those great ones that are really focused on uh, not just having a heritage that's Catholic, but an active uh, investment in our, in our Christian, Catholic, and Benedictine uh, way of life here. So, Doc, thanks so much. Any other, any other thoughts there? Yeah. Yeah, yes, Father. I just want to give a shout-out to all those Newman centers out there at the secular universities that are trying to uh, achieve the goal you're achieving on your Catholic university. But they're little islands of Catholic faith, and they're very critical also. Uh, the Newman Center at, at, in Fargo and UND were, are uh, great places for us to live our Catholic faith also, if we can't go to Mary, of course. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not going to promote them too much right now because I work for you, Mary, but, <laughs> but the Newman Center at NDSU and the, and the Newman Center at UND, uh, wonderful priests, wonderful care, uh, wonderful Catholic education at those places. So absolutely, Doc. It seems like yeah, you've got your, yeah. your finger on the well, pulse. thank you, Father. Thanks so much for your phone call and your question today. Great. This is Straight Talk. This is Father from, Craig Vossick. This is Father Craig Vosick on Straight Talk, Real Presence Live. The phone number here, 877-795-0122. Again, 877-795-0122. You can also come on to our Facebook page on Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. Also, Father Craig Vosick, I've shared it there. If you're connected to me, you can put in your question, your comment about anything with regard to the Catholic Church uh, or anything just in life that you want to get a Catholic perspective on. So we've got an anonymous question coming in here. 
in regards to your sermon, Die, Don't Sin. Oh, great. Uh, granddaughter went into a public school from a Catholic school. Okay. And she has had other girls come up to her and tell her that they had an abortion over the weekend just to make her cry. Oh, my goodness. How should she respond to them? What can she do to get them to stop? Oh, Anonymous, I, I'm really sorry that this is happening. First, before I even, before I even uh, comment on this, I am really sorry. This must really hurt you uh, and your family and your granddaughter uh, to have this kind of um, heavy, heavy sorts of things uh, spoken. Um, so I'm just, I'm just really sorry. Um, that, that you're experiencing that. So uh, I just want I want you to know that first and foremost, that's a really that's a really heavy thing, uh, and it's really hard for your granddaughter to have to navigate something like that as a high schooler or yeah I think high school or middle school whatever she is. So whether these uh, whether these girls actually had an abortion or whether they're just saying that because they know that she's Catholic um, and went to a Catholic school. Um, that's that's just really sorrowful. So I don't. There's not going to be a whole lot that I can do uh, except to just share with you how sorrowful this is, and it's just really not fair. Um, she's being persecuted. <laughs> she and uh, and she hasn't even done anything just for being a Catholic. Um, these girls, whatever's going on, uh, for these girls in their own family lives, uh, whatever social media that they pay attention to, whatever the political backgrounds of their families might be, uh, whatever their antagonism to religion or uh, whatever's going on in their hearts, whatever insecurities they're dealing with, whatever uh, peer pressure that's going on there, whatever... Uh, trying to be cool or trying to stand out or whatever strain of uh, possible radical uh, atheistic feminism or uh, extreme liberalism, whatever those things are um, that are impacting those other girls uh, from their families, uh, from the media, um, they're, they're in a tough spot and they're taking it out on your granddaughter. So... Uh, how should she respond to them? Um, I think first and foremost, she should um, just try to survive. Huh? Um, just uh, that she's able to make it through that and not uh, fall apart uh, at their hands. Um, is Because they're trying to get her to react, I'm sure. They're trying to get her to... Uh, they're trying to bully her in a way, maybe. They're trying to uh, make fun of her. Maybe they're not even trying to make fun of her. Maybe they're just trying to be cool with each other. Uh, maybe they actually are opposed to abortion, but they're, they're with friends that they might think that abortion is cool. So, I mean, like, the confusion at that age is rampant. Um, and so reason is important, um, but reason is not always the only answer, actually. Um, there's emotion that needs to be tapped into. There's tact and diplomacy that needs to be tapped into. There's heroic love that needs to be tapped into. There's uh, faith in God and great trust in His in His care and His grace that needs to be tapped into. There are so many things. And again, anonymous, I'm just I'm so sorrowful for you and the pain in your heart, and I'm so sorrowful for your granddaughter and for the family. Uh, yeah, we're gonna say a prayer. We're going to just say a prayer right now uh, for that whole situation and for those other girls. Um, and then we can talk maybe a little bit more about a response. So Heavenly Father, I just want to 
I want to lift up to you this entire situation, which really grieves my heart, even as I hear about it, uh, for this grandmother and for the family and for this daughter uh, and for these girls and for their families and for everything that uh, has led to these situations. Um, whatever dynamics, whatever oppositions, whatever hatreds, whatever misunderstandings, uh, whatever ideologies, whatever false promotions, whatever... Uh, whatever sick manifestations of the enemy, whatever's going on here, we don't know all of them, but there's so many dimensions. Heavenly Father, I lift all of them up to you in this moment. Um, I just ask for your, your care, your consolation, the gift of your Holy Spirit, the gift of your Son Jesus, uh, the gift of light, the gift of truth uh, to come, uh, the gift of comfort to come, uh, the great Holy Spirit, the Consoler to come uh, to this grandmother, to her granddaughter, and to these others. Uh, that you would minister to the, her granddaughter, that she may be able to have great courage, that she may have heroic uh, charity, that she may look up at these other girls with love uh, and just not react, retaliate, uh, but to love them somehow, whatever that looks like. God, give her that grace. Give those girls also grace. Even if they're opposed to it, open them up to your grace, that they would be open to receiving um, healing, uh, or light or truth um, that they would learn how to love that they would learn respect that they would uh, open themselves to to other people's perspectives so Lord I just lift up this entire thing to you it's, it's such a sorrow for this family and in so many places where other people are experiencing this we ask for your blessing and your care in Jesus name in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen um, a recommendation for again I'm just so sorrowful everybody that's listening there's a uh, a woman whose granddaughter is uh, being persecuted in a way by other girls saying that they got an abortion maybe they did maybe they didn't um, so keep calling in this is straight talk we want to get to more questions and I'll give you some more commentary this is 877-795-0122 your host here Father Craig Vosick straight talk any question any comment any thoughts that you have 877-795-0122. Just to give a little more uh, comments on this practically uh, for this, uh, your granddaughter. Um, again, she's in a terrible plight. What I really want to do is talk to the girls that are harming her, but they're not here. And this typically happens when I give counseling to people, is that I want to talk to the person that hurt them, but they're not there. Um, and so we can pray for the persons who aren't listening, but for those who are listening, we can say some things. And what, we, what I acknowledged in the prayer, I think, we can acknowledge just in practical reality she um she can stand strong um and she can ask the lord uh, to protect her uh from any of the things that would harm her from these words um she can ask the lord to protect her from any of these insults or or any of these uh these mean things that might be spoken but she can also she can also carry herself with great heroism of love i mean this is always what we have access to if we're if we're a christian we have access to the divine love of god and at any moment he can pour that out through us and we can manifest his love to the world that is hurting and so to stand in the midst of this persecution in the midst of this chaos in the midst of this really bizarre and crummy reality she could just uh, look at these girls she can say to them i love you she could say that or she could say uh she could say uh i'm sorry to hear that that happened or she can ask them simply without retaliation uh, why are you sharing that with me right now um and and uh it, the 
de- the the mode of de-escalation, and even saying this, talking now uh, about the courses that I've taken, trauma and de-escalation and, and, and in crisis intervention, I'm asking you to pass this on now to a teenager. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not fair. Uh, that a teenager would have to be coached in de-escalation and navigation and diplomacy and tact and uh, empathy and sympathy or all these different things that, that we could be talking about is really not uh, fair. Um, so to have great courage in the midst of that situation um, and to, to pray for them. She can pray for them daily uh, and ask God to give her strength but also to, to break down walls. Maybe this is God bringing people to her for her to reach out to. Um, there's plenty of people that harm others and all they're saying is, I'm hurting and I want someone to love me. Uh, I find this over and over and over again. When people come on strong, they come on harsh. Uh, if I don't engage that, if I stay calm, if I stay and I diffuse the situation, typically they'll open up what's really underneath that, and it's something else. Uh, it's something else, usually. So uh, diffusing it, de-escalation, typically engaging it with harsh, uh, harsh uh, meanness in response isn't the best way. Not to meet people uh, with resistance, but to meet them with love. So I'll give you the number here. Again, I'm just so sorry. 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host. We're in the segment Straight Talk. And it's for you to give any questions, any comments, any concerns, uh, different things uh, in your life with me here. So, we're still waiting for you. It doesn't look like uh, we have too many people peeping up here. What's going on? on a, is it a quiet Monday out there? There's a lot going on. We could talk about a lot of great things. We, uh, later on, we'll have uh, a Prayerfully Yours segment where we will be praying for your intentions that you give to us at Real Presence, uh, your Catholic radio station. Every prayer intention that you bring there, we pray for daily, and we pray for them on the show as well, which is a beautiful way to, to pray for our entire listening area. We'll also be talking uh, to a number of people here again at the University of Mary and talking about a pro-life initiative, uh, a, a banquet that's going to be taking place in Fargo. I'm looking forward to those aspects of the show for sure. So stay there. Um, so, 877-795-0122, Straight Talk. We're starting a conversation. We've got a listener, not on the phone, but a question. Here it is. What does it mean to our listeners to be authentically Catholic? Yeah, you know, this is a, this is a good question. What does it mean to be authentically Catholic? You would think that if you say a word, you don't have to describe the word. Because if you're just doing what the word is, you don't need any more modifiers, right? So why would we have to be authentically Catholic? Why aren't we just Catholic? It's a great question. And and the fact that we would even want to describe another word uh, in regard to it means that there's various forms of that thing out there. Um, So you see people and they say they're Catholic. Well, uh, it should, if we are all responding perfectly to grace, if we are all living faithfully the the scriptures uh, teaching to us, the exhortations from the Gospels, our Lord, and St. Paul's exhortations in his letters, and following the catechism faithfully and learning our faith and praying daily and exercising the corporal and spiritual works of mercy and evangelizing the world, if we're doing all of the things that we're supposed to be doing, we wouldn't have to call ourselves authentically Catholic. Because what it means to be Catholic would simply be that. So the fact that you're asking the question is the reason why we need to talk about it. <laughs> because we see plenty of people out there, and, and um, 
who uh, are Catholic, thanks be to God. They've been baptized, thanks be to God. They go to Mass on Sundays, let's say, thanks be to God. Um, and that's kind of as far as it goes. Well, is that, is that what it means to be Catholic? Actually, it's not what it means to be Catholic. There are these things that the Church has as like basic bars of measurement uh, that say, at least do this if you're even going to call yourself a Catholic. You have to do these things. And uh, we call those the precepts of the church. And so it means going to Mass every Sunday and Holy Day. It means confessing your sins every year at least once. It means uh, receiving Holy Communion at least once a year. It means giving sacrificially to your church. And there's a number of things that these things mean. There are people out there who are Catholics who aren't even doing that. Well, if they're not even doing that, well, they'll say, you know, I'm Catholic. Well, the church has said this is what you must do if you want to say that you are. Uh, these are the very precepts, the very foundation blocks. It doesn't mean it's the fullest expression. It means it's the minimum expression. Any club, any group, any activity out there has basic requirements. I'm seeing this left and right with the athletes here. If you want to be on the team, guess what? These are the basic requirements you have to do just to be on the team. You have to do it. And people, if they want to do it, they say, I'll do it. And so to be authentically a volleyball player means you have to do all of these various things to be on the team. But not just that, you have to be striving for your best or you're going to get cut from the team. And you might say, well, that's not fair. Well, actually, if you signed up for it, you should do it. And if you're signing up to be a Catholic, you should be all in. And so we shouldn't have to talk about being authentically Catholic. Everybody out there should be living a fervent life uh, of grace and faith and all these different things, living their faith, talking to others about the Lord, learning new things about the faith, passing that on, evangelizing people, uh, being faithful to the teaching of the church. All of that should be a, a no-brainer, actually. That should all be a no-brainer. But it's not a no-brainer in a lot of places. And so we come up with words like dynamically Catholic or authentically Catholic or faithfully Catholic or uh, whatever the other words might be to ensure that we're doing what we're supposed to be doing when we use the word. Um, so this is a beginning to the answer of what it means to be authentically Catholic. To be authentically Catholic, you should be reading the scriptures every single day and you should be understanding all of Even if you're not studying every day the catechism in the Catholic Church, there are four parts. There's the teaching of the creed, there is the liturgical and sacramental life, there's the moral commands, and there's the life of prayer. If you study those four sections of the catechism or if you live those four sections of our faith and you're doing them all each day, those four elements, learning about doctrine, living a moral life, participating in the sacraments, and praying. If you doing that, it includes reaching out to the world, it includes serving the poor, it includes all of those things. We wouldn't have to talk about authentic Catholicism because we'd all be doing what Catholics are supposed to do. Uh, so a great question, and the very fact that we would ask it with that adjective to modify it indicates that we're not all there yet. Uh, so brothers and sisters, if you're listening, be a Catholic, be fully Catholic, be a joyful Catholic, be authentically Catholic, be dynamically Catholic. In sum, be a Catholic, <laughs> be a real Catholic, huh? So we're coming to the end, but anyway, the number is 877-795-0122. We're coming to the end of our segment. Thanks for being with us on Straight Talk. Every time that we have the show, we have Straight Talk where you can call in and talk to the priest, uh, the host, uh, about anything. You can ask questions, comments. Think about those things for the next show. Uh, you can get on Real Presence page on Facebook. Uh, the host might have a page you can tap into, and you can call in uh, Real Presence. So think of those questions, those things that you have burning inside of you. You just want to find them out. You have access to a priest for half an hour um, every, every day on Real Presence Live. So thank you, brothers and sisters, for participating. Thanks for our callers and our listeners and those who have come in uh, for Real Presence uh, Straight Talk. 
We're going to be coming up. Thanks to all of you who have called in or wrote in. Reminder that this segment is on at 9.30 Central every Monday through Friday. Up next, it's time to bring your prayer intentions to the Lord during Prayerfully Yours. Later in the show, what are the benefits of colleges like the University of Mary? I'm going to sit down with Jerome Richter from the University of Mary to find out more about it. This is Craig Vosick. I'm live from the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota, and you're listening to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. (laughs) 